we just recently did a safety episode and it was really more about building culture and we didn't really touch on PPE very much. So we had a couple people send us messages and inquire about PPE um, and it's important enough. So we thought we'd do a whole episode on it. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Like always, rate, share, comment, all that stuff really helps out. Get the word out on social media. Thanks for everybody that's supporting by doing that. And thank you for the people that send us a couple bucks to buy some beers. You can see the link link in the description of the episode. If you want to send us a couple bucks, buy a beer for the crew. It's always much appreciated. So thank you very much. And without further ado... We'll take care of some business and get right to it. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional arboriculture advice and should never be relied upon to perform or direct arboricultural work. The Tree Thinking Podcast makes no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information on this podcast and will not be liable for any damages arising from the use of any information in the practice of arboriculture or tree work. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The podcast and its hosts are not to be held responsible for misuse, cited, and or unsighted copies of the content within this podcast by others. The Tree Thinking Podcast may not be reproduced or distributed without the express written consent of the Tree Thinking Podcast. Are you down with PPE? We build a safe culture. Educate ourselves on the safest way to do the work. Use safety equipment. But the last line of defense in your safety is personal protective equipment. We start with our footwear and work our way up to give you a taste of some of the PPE we use. Because the most important thing in the day is making it home okay. On this episode of the Tree Thinking Podcast, we talk about the boots, pants, harness, and helmets we wear. We even touch on the leather armor, cups, and Aloha Fridays. And plenty more on you down with PPE? Yeah, you know me. All right. Here we are. Got another episode about safety, only we're coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. Last time we had the safety episode, we kind of got into the building blocks. I think this time we're going to go more physical safety. We're going to talk about PPE a little bit. Before we get into that, though, I'm Andrew. Jamie. Grits. And Rob. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, there's a lot of different angles you can come at safety from, you know, and I'm sure there'll be many more episodes. We had the little mini stay safe episode that talks about, you know, maybe where different people's responsibilities and kind of some thoughts on how you should look at safety. And then we talked on the safety episode about different kind of factors in creating a safe work culture. And we really didn't touch PPE at all. Right, yeah. Yeah, this kind of came from we had a, a listener who messaged me on Instagram saying he was curious what, what we wear in the field. Because there's so many pieces of gear out there and you'll go on tree stuff looking for I remember when I first started like a lanyard or whatever, I'm like, what length do I want? What length do I need? Or a rope? Like what? I had no idea, you know, kind of going in blind. So I think we'll just talk about what we use and why we like it. And maybe that'll help people determine what they want. And if you miss, if we miss anything that you like, 
or you know you want to add two cents uh send us an email or reach out on instagram that's this that's how this episode came about and we always love feedback from people because this is about us learning as much as it is about sharing what we know and so uh the only way that works is if we get your feedback so keep it coming yeah so you just want to start like head to toe start with the helmet yeah i was thinking Feet first. Feet first. Oh, toe to head. All right. Yeah. You want to go toe to head? All right. Well, I I remember first working and having just like a crappy pair of hiking boots when I first started doing tree work and thought, oh, these will work fine. And then the rains came and realized, wow, this is, you really need some solid boots to be able to do this kind of stuff. And, you know, there's chainsaw boots, there's lightweight climbing shoes. And, you know, I, I personally have like, three pair of boots that I kind of cycle through throughout the year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we go through boots so fast, just pounding pavement that. Yeah. What yeah. do you wear now? Because um, it's so hot out. I found that the Merrill shoes okay. are pretty nice. They don't have Gore-Tex in them. I'm currently not wearing shoes, so. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, but. It's hard to find shoes that don't have some kind of membrane, really <clears throat> hot layer. I mean, my feet sweat so much so that it's hard to stay dry in the summer because your feet are sweating if you're wearing some kind of permanent yeah, membrane. But um, And finding something that doesn't have a huge heel is kind of nice for me. Yeah, I agree. I was given a pair of like logger style, like hand-me-downs when I first started. And I was like... This is not comfortable for me. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people like them. Yeah. But it wasn't for me. I wore hiking boots forever, like Gore-Tex uh, A-Solo or Aslo or whatever. Still oh, yeah. still absolutely love those boots for hiking boots. But I just recently started, I mean, probably about, yeah, a year ago. So this is my second pair. <clears throat> I got into, like, Arbor-specific boots, and I went with the Tango 6s from, uh, well, I found them on Wesper. But uh, they have that membrane like you're talking. So they're not waterproof, but there's a waterproof membrane. So they do yeah. get, like, super hot. Mm-hmm. These things are awesome. They uh, look nice. Yeah. yeah. Pretty pretty light. There's yeah. no safety toe or anything, which is not a requirement where I work. It might be where you work. So that's something to look into when determining boots. Yeah, it's flat. And boots Flatter. are tough, too, because everyone's feet are so different. Yeah. Like, someone might put that on, and it's just awful for them. But for me, it was yeah just such a good fit so comfortable they've got like i'm gonna take my other boots off because i got the light version of them too <laughs> for for pruning and rec climbing <clears throat> but they got like a foot log uh foot lock pad that like rubber ran around the sole there these are the light versions oh nice uh I don't think they have the waterproof. I don't know mem- if I want to touch that. Membrane. Shit. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> I was just footlocking before I came over here. <laughs> um, this is like my pruning boot or my rec climbing boot. Same thing. Boots are tough because you know it might not fit your foot well. One cool thing: this has a little uh, hook there for your uh, foot ascender strap, so it doesn't ride up over your oh, over nice. your uh, uh, ankle. Nice. But, yeah, I've dug these boots. I still have my old one, and it's been a year. They're still usable, but they're super beat up, so I just started breaking these new ones in. But I'll I'll keep buying them. Nice. Yeah, I think summertime boots, I've always kind of went for some approach shoes. 
you know, it, back in the day, we used to get the 510 approach shoes. Mm-hmm. It, you don't, the 510 approach shoes aren't really what they used to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like, you know, kind of like what you guys are saying, something lightweight, you know, that breathes really well. Um, you, you know, I, in the, these days working at the city, you got to have steel toes that cover your ankles. So I end up having Danners and I can't, you know, it just drives me crazy. Although at the city where we're on concrete all day. So it's, it is kind of nice. And you know, you're, you know, it just kind of is what it is. You got to, got to get what, you know, if you got, you got to have something that has a steel toe covers your ankles, kind of limits your options. Some you wear like the logger style boot, right? Yeah. 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 Those are, you know, I, that's what I wore for a really long time was just the uh, Danner super rainforest twos. Mm -hmm. Um, and then probably, I don't know, like 10 years ago, I just started wearing approach shoes. And really, I just started wearing them year-round after a while. You know, it, like I'd have a pair of Danners for, it, you know, if you're going to work and it's just a really rainy day or something, I'd put, you know, some big waterproof boots on. Or if I was just going to be in spurs all day, uh, something that had that heel. But uh, I like I like going lightweight with work boots if I can. Whenever I'm working on my own, I'm almost never wearing Danners. And I'd wear those 510 approach shoes with spurs. And you get used to it after a while, you know, it just kind of... Yeah, is what it is. I'm sure because I haven't done it for a long time, I'm sure it would take a little breaking in for my feet to get used to it again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, but we, it's I, nice. I used to as well with the Las Sportivas, you know, the yeah. approach shoes. We we definitely use those with spurs. Yeah, I like it because you can like move them around in the spurs a little bit more. So uh, I don't know. I you just you get used to what you use. So yeah, preferences. Yeah, or I think. It was on Instagram, and I think it was Jimmy Grand, but someone was asking about a pruning boot, and he was like, high-top Vans. <laughs> like, nice, wear some nice. old high-top skate shoes. Yeah. And I almost, uh, you know, I almost wanted to try it. But you could, like, footlock pretty well in some old yeah. waffle grips. Yeah. Supple, yeah. Supple rubber. Yeah. But, yeah. But they might be, like, too <laughs> soft for, like, standing in crotches and stuff. Hurt your feet. Yeah, like, that's never good. And I was, I was just going to say that, too. You don't want anything too soft because you just get crammed yeah yeah and your foot just starts hurting so badly yeah i've foot locked in uh nike skate shoes before nice back in the day and uh not on a regular but just like at home when training on the weekends just you know i used to have a big tree in my backyard so i just have a line set up in it and so i just kind of go and foot lock when i had a second yeah and uh you know sometimes i just had my nike skate shoes on but the thing is, it tears them up quickly. You know, they're yeah. not meant for that rope. So yeah. you do it one or two times, and then you're like, oh, yeah, this is why you don't do it. I'm just going to tear my skate shoes apart. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah so boots, it's kind of, like I said before, it's tough because everyone's feet are different, and requirements at your work might be different. So, yeah, play with stuff. That's well, the, we, we use the Loa's a lot of the time. Yeah. The Loa, and, um, what's that, the Tibet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lower Tibets are real high quality. Nice, uh, like winter, winter boot. I think the all the linemen use them for spurring and okay, and uh, pretty much. What do you think? Eighty percent of the people at Sperry got them. Yeah, a lot of them got them this year yeah. or last year. Eighty percent <laughs> of the people get the lowest. Sweet. I'm trying to remember. I got a different one last year, and they've the held Scar- up. Didn't you get scarpas or? No, I had scarpas one year, but I blew the I blew those apart. Is that what Seppi used to get? Seppi used to wear like the 
morel like leather like slippers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i've seen him wear those those were his lightweights <laughs> one thing i did do a couple years ago is i just got a, a full size bigger i have a friend who was making shoes and he looked at my insoles he's like dude you got to get bigger shoes because oh, yeah. i was like i'm for so long i wore the same size shoe i was like oh just give me a 10 and a half and He's like, no, man, you need to be wearing 11 and a half. Wow. And interesting. Ju- if you can, if you take your insole out of a really worn shoe and you can see where your feet are, you definitely want some more room in there. Interesting. Huh. And sure enough, after like uh, six months of wearing a bigger shoe, like at first it felt really big, but then my feet kind of like filled out the space. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like that in the winter because it seems like your feet stay warmer if you have a bigger shoe too or a bigger mm. boot. It's not I like squeezing them and like keeping the blood yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to really watch out with uh working uh work boots, especially like big danners stuff that uh keep your feet from being mobile cuz your feet aren't used to being like super stationary and bound up like that. Yeah. You know, I mean they're like the way we have our bodies evolved we didn't have shoes mm-hmm. or up until recently, the shoes we had were just like basically walking on leather. It was like moccasins, like all, you know, throughout history. And so, uh, you start using your feet different. I've started doing that cause I've got like toe issues and like start getting a bunion on the side of my foot and whatnot. And I, what that is from is wearing big boots for so long all the time that I'm not exercising all the muscles in my feet that I should. Mm. so you know kind of from a foot and boot perspective if you're going to wear big boots or really you know what any boot that we wear is going to be kind of you know restricting the movement of your feet you want to make sure you do foot exercises and stretch them out just like you want to stretch you know get home after a long day of work and you're sore it's always good to stretch it's good to do that with your feet also like lift your toes and put your toes down spread them out and pull them together just weird stuff like that like and it's made these these pains in my feet that mm. I I thought my feet were just, you know, like getting arthritic and old and painful and uh, going to the physical therapist and her explaining all that and then doing these stretches and they're going away. Yeah. It all starts with your feet, man. You, you don't think about your feet in, from that perspective when you're, you know, just day to day, but they are your, the connection to the world we live on. You know what I mean? They're the, they are the rubber on the road. Oh Yeah. Yeah, if, if something goes wrong down there, your hips, your knees, your shoulders, yeah, all cascades, get all all out of whack. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's definitely something to think about when you uh, when you're kind of wearing your shoes, and if you you know put insoles that have big arches on them or arch support, or you know just being in tune to what what's comfortable for you and how you're uh, supporting your feet and supporting your stride. You know if you're if your shoes kind of flatten your foot out, your stride's going to be, it's going to push your foot off to the side and it's going to make your stride different. And you think about you're walking on that with that stride thousands of times and all that. It doesn't feel like much when you're just like walking in the store, trying the boots on, but you know, over a few thousand times, that's going to start wearing on your feet in a weird way. Yeah. And like you say, yeah, your knees, your hips, you know, your hips go out, your back goes out. You're just everything, you know? Yeah. So that's why I was advocating to start with our feet. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's smart. (laughs) It's probably something worth spending a little money on, you know? 
Yeah. Getting some nice boots. Yeah, totally. Have you guys seen the KOs? Is it Kyo? I don't know how it's pronounced. The new Arbor Tech. Yeah, the new Arbor Tech. Uh-huh. K-A-Y-O, right? I think so. Yeah. It's, uh, they look pretty nice. It's a chainsaw protective boot and they made it a little lighter than their, what was their scarf light or scaffold light was like their, their model. Yeah. Which is like, I, I've thought about buying those, but I picked some up once at RDO here and they're yeah. such a heavy boot. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think yeah. it would be, I think it would suck to wear them all day, but I got a lot of friends who that's all they wear all the time. And they say you can stand on spurs all day in those and not feel a thing. I think that's like the big selling point for them. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I had the same experience of lifting them up and just feeling like, man, I'd be wearing moon boots. Yeah. You know? yeah. The picture of them. They look like motorcycle boots. Yeah. Yeah. Or like uh, Everest boots. Yeah. Like mountaineering boots. Yeah. Yeah. So the K, is that the KOs that you pulled up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, and my buddy just bought them. So maybe I can give a review, you know, a couple months down the road. Yeah. But when I talked to him, he hadn't worn them in spurs yet. They weren't even broken in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, any new boots, you got to break them in before you can really fully judge yeah. them. But How about pants, saw pants? I, I personally like the cloggers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all around, those are kind of the best ones. The lightest weight and... Yeah. I got those, uh, what are they, the Arbor Tech? I'm mm-hmm. forgetting what... what Arbor uh, Pro or... It might be Arbor Pro. A Breathe Flex. Arbor yeah, the, bre- the Breathe Flex. Oh, yeah, okay. Arbor Tech Breathe Flex. And, uh, yeah, I like them. They've been, you know, they haven't been too hot this uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got the all the zip spots. And, you know, the way they're sized is they're, they're a little short on me. Not so much that, like, You're it's... Yeah, not so much that sawdust is getting in my boot or anything. But it's kind of the perfect height where it, it covers my boot enough but it lets it air in, you know, it doesn't like bunch up on my boot. So I like, there's a little extra ventilation there. And so it doesn't have the, the gator in it. It has, it has a little thing you can clip. And I think there may have been some gators that you unzip and I can't remember now, you know, a lot of them have un- gators you unzip. Um, but yeah, they're cut a little bit different. I wasn't sure if I was going to like them at first, but now I've gotten used to them. And actually when I put my, uh, my old ones on my old pants, they get, uh, it feels funny, you know, and like, I guess you just kind of get used to whatever you're wearing, but. Which were the Fanner Gladiators. Yeah. Yep. Had, right? yep. <clears throat> yeah. I I have those for the winter. They're really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like anything yeah, over here. like 55 degrees out here. Yeah. For hot weather, clogger can't be beat. It's yeah. like, yeah, the best I've tried. So the Gladiators, Arbor Wears pants, the Ironwoods. Uh, sip protection and clogger and clogger for the summer is the best nice and then i my sip protection i think it's a belgian company is all my all-around favorite saw pants you can wear them most of the year yeah it gets a little hot but i did see when i was looking for new saw pants last winter that fanner makes a uh all wool pant that's like the same cut as the oh whoa as the uh the gladiator ones nice that looked so nice, but I was like, I don't know how many times I'd ever wear these. Yeah, but yeah. They had they 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 marketed them as hunting pants. Yeah, just like a backcountry pant. Yeah, and they looked really sweet, but you know, oh. hard to justify spending a couple hundred bucks on yeah some 
badass wolf. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got a couple of hunting trips coming up. Hey, you yeah. should <laughs> definitely look into them. Yeah. I definitely looked at them a couple times, and then, of course, Google's like, oh, still interested? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. But no. Here's a wool jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we don't live in sub yeah. sub zero yeah, yeah. temperatures all that often. Yeah. Yeah, cloggers, I had the first gen. So, like, the ones with the orange on the side, the old oh, ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the outers were just super fragile. Like, yeah. blackberries would tear them up. Mm -hmm. All the zippers failed. I, I was so mad at those pants because it's, like, $300. You know, it was my first pair of saw pants, and they just started falling apart from blackberries. I feel like we used to have a lot more people ripping ripping holes and destroying their pants than we do now. Yeah, like, they changed the outer uh, yeah. to, like, a tougher ripstop kind of material. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the fanners, I've had problems on my – any pair of fanners I've got with the zippers breaking. Oh, wow. On them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, on the pockets mainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the new ones I got – the breathe flex or whatever you said they were called. <laughs> I, can, yeah, yeah. I can never remember the name. Yeah, Arbortech breathe flex. Yeah, they. That's one of the things I really like about it is they have zippers that they just feel like they're a nicer zipper. You know, there's like a material that covers the uh, teeth. You know, so when you zip it, you're not getting sawdust kind of right up in the teeth as much. And nice. yeah, that, that's one of the things I really like about those. I think the Fanner Gladiators are probably the toughest ones out there. Like you had yours for like. Four or five years. Yeah. 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 And then I got, but the zippers broke. Okay. Year one. <laughs> yeah. I just dealt with getting sawdust in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was always upsetting when stuff on a $300 pair of a pants yeah. fail. Like if you yeah. could figure out the yeah, zipper. My zippers, <laughs> my zippers broke too. And yeah. Yeah. I think it, don't they zip down? I think. And, and my knife would like clip on their clip or something. Hmm. Or do they zip up? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember because they broke right off the bat and then I they zip they up and down, down without closing. Yeah, I think they zip down because that has yeah. something to yeah. do with keeping the sawdust. So out I think of them or something I think they like zip that. down and then having knives clipped onto the pocket. I think is what oh, it messed it up. What might it that be. that would make sense. I don't clip knives onto the pocket, but what I realized is that if I left it open, is when I think it would uh, mess them up. Yeah, you know. So if the knife's there, then it's just a little bit open. Yeah, you know. So that that makes a lot of sense. But I also a big fan of the gators, like the built-in gators, like cloggers. They just have that little clip, that boot clip. But I've oh, see, realized I recently, yeah, I realized recently how nice it is to have gators. When I don't wear my saw pants with gators, come home with like sawdust in your boots in between your, you know, boot yeah. and your sock and stuff. Just uncomfortable and annoying. I noticed that that little clip kept, it loved to clip straight onto the throw line. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does this always happen? Yeah. I just cut it off right after yeah. I got those. Yeah. And yeah. I, I with the Gladiator pants, I just took the yeah, they gator zip out. Off. I was like, I can't do this. I was running too hot. Yeah. Yeah. I should try that for summer with those. But, yeah, I like a gator. But it was just so funny. It's like, how does this catch? It's just like the perfect diameter just to hook it every time, like walking through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not really PPE, but with pants, what what pants do you use when you're climbing if you're not wearing saw pants? It, it, it's kind of weird because I'm almost never climbing without saw pants anymore, and when I do, I kind of feel, you know, like, oh, man, where's my where's that extra layer of protection? Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of times I'll get, like, lightweight 
Columbia or REI, some of those kind of lightweight outdoor pants. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It almost go look like what people are wearing in the back country, you know? Like yeah. They've got that stuff down to a science if you want to be comfortable out, out outside for long periods of time. So I got, like, Cools. I don't know, like, the brand or whatever. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, super lightweight, stretchy in the crotch. Um, Good for competitions if you're a competition climber. Yeah. Yeah, I had a pair of... Um Gosh, what was it? Prana pants? They were like oh, climbing yeah. pants. Okay. Those are really nice. Nice. They yeah. got like vents in the crotch. Nice. Pr- probably like a rock like climber yeah, pant, any, right? Yeah, any kind of rock yep, climbing that's, pant. That's, that's, what, that's it. I never even thought to go. Yeah. L- I mean, I guess REI, that's probably what a lot of the lightweight REI pants are kind of uh-huh. designed for. But I never really thought about looking for rock climbing gear for tree climbing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes so much sense, though. Well, it's funny, too. You, you mentioned that when you switched to the different pants every time i do that you know you you like bruise your knee because you're used to the pads. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's a big benefit yeah the saw pants and then you know first tree you're like oh i'm gonna kneel on this branch like oh man yeah i'm not wearing saw pants i'm wearing lightweight rock climbing pants yeah nice which is funny because I remember when I first started climbing with saw pants, being like, "Oh man, this is kind of nice. Just lean, lean the knee up against the stub, and it doesn't cause any problems." You know. Oh, yeah. I started wearing uh, the UV protectant hoodies, like those super light. Um, oh yeah, hoodies. for like boating and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got them from True Work, and I've been digging it. I was skeptical to put the hood up. I just. I've realized lately like how much we're in the sun and how damaging it is and I was like oh, yeah. putting sunscreen on all the time so I thought I'd give these a shot it's been nice like in the hot weather I'll wear it and you kind of feel like you're in the shade mm-hmm. I was skeptical of putting the hood on I remember doing a removal you get all the brush out and you have no more shade and the sun's just beaming down on me so I was like okay I'll try it and I put it on and it was like this huge relief like wow. oh I got shade yeah. again oh, this yeah. is awesome nice. yeah. so yeah. I bought four of those and I've been rocking those uh, one of the guys on the crew, Gio, he uh, he gave me a great idea. He he actually got an. We wear orange shirts. Mm-hmm. He got an orange, um, like Under Armour hoodie. Yeah, that's the same color as our shirt, and he just cut the hood out, and so he puts the just the hood on. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So the next time I was at a thrift store, I found one oh, similar. No. Yeah, and I did the same thing. I mean, just. I used to have long hair, and then I cut it because it was too hot this summer. Yeah. And, yeah, that back of the neck just getting scorched. Yeah. 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 Just, or we were talking about Velcroing a bandana on the back of your helmet. Yeah. Mm. Just because being in the sun. What do you guys call it? Moule. Yeah, the moule. Like the pencil moule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would, I would get one. Yeah, they got those. Did you have one on your hard, hard hat at the city? <laughs> yeah, I did. And I think I eventually took it off. Yeah, I did for a little bit, and I took it off because it kept on – like just and stuff would get caught on oh, it yeah. and you're you know it'd feel like it was restricting my head mo- but Corey and sean love it it was nice on a rainy rainy days all yeah the just you know yeah. not not go down your shirt yeah <laughs> but it, i don't know for whatever reason you know like putting the if you had a full body harness putting that top bit would always get caught on it oh, and yeah, that would it, be annoying. yeah it was it got I, it just got old i don't and know we did a well this is kind of a story from the field but it's related we were working in a front yard the other day that had entirely lava rock, red lava rock. So oh, yeah. 
it felt like we were on Mars. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those days where it was really smoky and like 100 degrees out. And I had my hood on. I had my camel back on, my visor down. And I was talking to the guy that we were, we were paired up through our Senna. So it really felt like we were <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> Just with all the PPEs on possible. But wow. the hood really makes a big difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I need to look into that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show ultra you weight, Yeah, ultra weight hoodie. True, true work is the brand I got. True work, okay. I've had a, I've had a Patagonia one of those for, like almost a decade, and you can see the color is, it's like starting to turn white. It used to be it blue, was blue, yeah, and now, now it's, it's changing white, to white. Yeah. Oh, wow, and wow. It's just like that, that's all that's been, yeah. protecting my skin. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know, see kayak adventures or just out doing stuff. Yeah. Do you use it at work or no? Uh no, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I'd wear. A merino wool base layers in the in the winter, pretty awesome, and it, it lasted me quite a while. It's it's expensive piece. I bought it when I was like hunting, you know, getting out in the in the woods and staying there for a long time. Like I nerded out on all the gear, like I always do, and started buying you know merino base layers. But I took it to work. It's awesome. Like I used to just buy like a cheap whatever base layer like ten dollars from amazon or something but wearing the merino wool and like the moisture wicking out um so it doesn't like trap the sweat in when i would go back i would notice this crazy difference wow just wow. being so much more comfortable yeah i I bought some merino wool a couple of years ago too it was like what it's like eighty dollars for a yeah. base layer yeah but i agree it's just wearing a base layer and then if it's wet out just a rain jacket over knee like yeah. over top of that is it's really nice yeah my favorite layer is uh, the puffy vest with a really lightweight uh, jacket over it. Yeah. You know, a super lightweight, breathable jacket with a puffy vest on underneath it. And then really cold when you're mm-hmm. working. It's just, you, cause you, unless you're working really hard or it's not really cold, you, you can wear it and it, you're comfortable. Sweet. But it, it just feels like most other things, you get too hot too fast. Yeah. You know, so just kind of a lightweight, puffy coat. Yeah. A puffy vest underneath a lightweight coat. It's the way to go. It's like that hunting and backpacking type of gear. Like they've got that stuff figured out. Yeah. yeah. Being yeah. outside a lot. So yeah. <laughs> doesn't hurt to look into that. Yeah. Definitely have to protect the puffy vest. Cause y- yeah. You <laughs> feel like you're wearing a balloon sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's just covered with a bunch of duct tape and gorilla tape. <laughs> 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 it's popped and then fixed. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm always a big fan of layers. You know, the t-shirt, yep. the long sleeve t-shirt, a sweatshirt over that, and then uh, you know, and then in a lightweight jacket. A lot of times, all that'll be the get up when it starts getting cold, and then as it warms up through the day, you're just kind of shedding layers as you go. And next thing you know, you're in the t-shirt, and then if you're working till it's cooling down, you're putting them back on. You know. Wait, so are we moved on from pants. Does oh yeah, does nobody wear a cup at work? A cup? No, no. You don't, you don't. You don't wear like a jock strap and a cup and no. everything. Never had an issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> like from baseball or yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. The advantages of wearing a nut cup. <laughs> well, <laughs> anybody here ever rack themselves real a gaff, good at yeah, work? Yeah, gaff out wouldn't. Oh man, Travis did. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh! Oh, Travis, he he stepped on a branch that was like cantilevered over something else, so it it just 
Oh. Whipped right onto oh. him so bad. He went down. Oh. Yeah, he would he would have preferred to wear a cup his whole career than get hit oh. like that. It was like a spring pole, what you're saying. Like Yeah, like he stepped on one side and it just like stepping on a you know, <laughs> like stepping on a rake. Totter. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Got him good. Oh man. I've had to like doing a stump cut in a weird, you know, like a filbert that has a ton of different pieces coming up. Oh yeah. Where the, the tip will catch something and just kinda like ram you right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me before. With the handle on the saw. Yep. Hit you in the hips, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. You never know. Yeah. That's why I wear one. That's why I wear one every day. Yeah. I got one on right now. <laughs> my pod cup. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more getting tired of my elbows getting hit. Yeah, you were talking you know, about that yeah. not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, I I'm might look into what kind of elbow guards or really low-profile elbow pads. Yeah, POC is what I was telling you. POC, mountain yeah, biking skaters ones. and mountain bikers. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just got over one. I had I had a full on elbow bursitis for like a month and it was like it wasn't quite as big as a racquetball, but it was comparable. Just yeah. like sticking you can kind of see it still. It was like sticking out of my elbow. I have no idea when it happened. I just noticed one day I was like, Oh, this is kind of weird. Called my cousin who's a doctor. He's like, Oh yeah, it should go away in like hopefully a month. Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. about a month later it started going down. I've never we had actually, that. We both had them at the same time. We were Bursa buddies. <laughs> <laughs> so Bursa bros. Yeah, we were. Bursa bros. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, look at my elbow. I'm like, whoa, look at my elbow. <laughs> Swell bros. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, like juicy? Like what? It, like I've never yeah, had it. There, it anywhere you have joints in your body, it, there's like a thin, like lubricant, and. When you, it's most common in your elbow because you smash it and then that gets inflamed, so the body is just like protecting itself and it's irritated. Um, over time, they can harden, and then you can have other problems. But mm. luckily for mine, it just it was like squishy. It was like oh, a gooey. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. were making fun of me at work. I yeah. was like, hey, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I, I had a bike bicycle accident probably twenty years ago, and um, it had one of the, the what, what are they called again? A bursa. Bursas. Or it's called bursitis. The, bursitis, The yeah. thing is called a bursa. Everybody has that. It was like a hot dog. It was like, <laughs> I mean, like a hot dog coming out of my elbow. I couldn't, like, <laughs> yeah. really weird. weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah, watch out. I know that uh, Avery on the crew, he got one. Um, he was starting a big saw and he just smashed his oh. elbow on something. Oh. I think he was in the bucket truck and he just like hit the boom or I don't remember Pull exactly. as hard as he can. Yeah, oh. just smashed. So watch out for Ugh. your elbows. Take care of those things. I hit mine the other day and it wasn't a hard hit, but it's just like, you know, sometimes you just get that perfect oh, spot. Yeah. Like oh, my yeah. palm was numb for oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, you just hit it and stop. Crazy oh, nerves. Man. Yeah. Oh, so should we move on from pants to harnesses, or? Well, I just want to before we move on. I, I use a I I got a custom made leather vest in Guatemala oh, one time. Yeah. <laughs> so I use that in the winter, and it it's like wearing armor. Sweet, like it's I got it tailored for me, and I found a leather vest one time in Colorado, and they wanted <laughs> nine hundred dollars for it. Damn, like, no way! So I was in Guatemala a few years ago, and. I got this 
custom made vest for a hundred bucks and Taylor, Taylor fit Taylor fit. Wow. And I've worn it for years. What was the guy's name that made it? Oh geez. I don't remember, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that thing is, yeah, it's nice. You know, twigs will hit you if you're in a pin oak or something, just no problem. Oh, man. Getting poked everywhere. Blackberries. So I'd, I'd encourage people to get a leather vest. A leather vest. Yeah. Custom Sweet. made. Leather armor for tree <laughs> work. Nino, Nino got the le- leather cuffs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nino he got, got full leather cuffs for his arms. He's a, a ground guy, so he did a lot of groundwork. And oh, wow. And one, one too many Hawthorns and, and uh, you know, blackberries. Like, and like something a Viking would wear. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gauntlets. Yeah, gauntlets. Yeah. Probably yeah. 14, 16 inches. Hell, you yeah. Know, and he would just go into freaking war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I think there's, uh, and I could be wrong about this, but I think there's rules against wearing gloves. Oh, cuffs, yeah. With yeah, big show. cuffs or what? what is it, gauntlets. When you're chipping, yeah. Oh wow, I never thought about that. Yep, yeah, because it's just I told something him he to wasn't hook. Allowed to wear them chipping. Oh, yeah. smart, smart. Yeah. What about Hawaiian shirts when chipping? No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. You on Fridays? Let's snag that button. Yeah, <laughs> it's Aloha, yeah, you yeah, yeah, just, yeah, it just rips right off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's more of a safety hazard for all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my, my shirt bit came off. No big deal. Yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Sun's out. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Grits was Grits was doing Aloha Fridays with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The shirt, I even saw the shirt made it to the show that night. Rob. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> I gave it to Rob. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It was it's a double whammy. Yeah. Well, it was Casey, I posted a picture of Casey wearing it earlier in the day. He fell a big... Uh, incense cedar and i was all here put this on before you do that (laughs) and then i wore it in that cedar and then i gave it to rob (laughs) nice triple whammy yeah i'm hearing you guys need to get another hawaiian shirt on the sperry cruise you need you need to get the get the line going yeah yeah we need yeah we need to get some tree thinking hawaiian shirts tree thinking for sure yeah well, yep. we'll we'll have to have the tree thinking on one side, and then we'll send them over and have the Sperry logos put on them. We'll get, uh, yeah, Sperry logos, uh, er, uh, Modern Arborist, Happy Little Tree yeah, Care. We yeah, could yeah. just have, like, all the company logos of our companies. See, we uh, look like NASCAR. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, like yeah, NASCAR. yeah no, that, people, yeah, that's a bad idea. We don't want to go cool. NASCAR. No, I think it's all right. We could get people to sponsor. It's a leather. It's a nine hundred dollar leather vest. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We can't. We can't go too too over the top on <laughs> on <laughs> logos for Aloha yeah, Friday. Yeah. Maybe one like if it's hidden in the design. You know, <laughs> we got to remember to keep it chill. Yeah, got to keep, keep it chill. Keep it chill. Keep the spirit of Aloha Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we could make like a Hawaiian pattern out of all the different uh, logos. Yeah. Like small, like fractals almost. Yeah. So yeah. you have to so look really, really close like, to tell. Yeah, you can't really tell. Yeah. Like yeah. It just looks like a Hawaiian shirt from far away, and then you look closer and closer. Yeah. Then you see Jamie waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those pictures that you zoom in and there's a picture made of of a bunch of pictures. Yeah. a million pictures. Yeah. yeah. What you definitely wouldn't want to wear on Aloha Friday chipping would be a, a lay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't wear a lay. 
<laughs> Unless it's truly made out of flowers. Yeah. Oh. Then it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Just, you know. It'd explode. Yeah, it'd just explode. Hula skirt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a uh, OSHA hazard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grass skirts. <laughs> well, yeah, so move on to harness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think harness is a good one. Yeah, most important PPE. Um, we are 45 minutes in. Oh, well, Let, yeah. You know what? Let's take a break. We'll take a break, and then we'll get into harness and uh, the head and the upper body. <laughs> <laughs> the good. guns. All right, we're back. Um, we've worked our way up to harnesses, so I guess, uh, yeah, what what are some of the first harnesses you guys climbed with? Mine was the Cheryl Tree Edge, I think is what it was. Yeah, that's what my, I had that too. Yeah. It, it was just a hand-me-down from the company I worked for. And I remember it really hurt my hips a lot. Probably because I was new to climbing and doing all sorts of things wrong, but I remember that. And I switched to the tree motion. I don't know. What do you wear? Yeah, I I wear a tree motion. I started out with a, a old Buckingham, which was just a is that the versatile? I I don't know what it's called. It was a sliding D. Is one of the ones that was uh, just like green strap material on oh, uh yeah. yours had the leg straps mine had the yeah i, I had the buckingham versatile with the bo- bosun seat. yeah i just had leg straps buckingham and a uh rolling d and yeah. just d rings yeah um and i i wore that for a long time it kind of threw you backwards yeah yeah it did well i think yeah it was it was uh i think it was i can't remember I, i'm not sure if the the legs might have been a little bit smaller than the waist mm. so it kind of uh let you lean back in it yeah. <laughs> i can't remember so a sliding d do you mean it had a rope bridge it wasn't uh, a rope bridge it's like the grayish brownish like heavy duty straps kind of like the lanyards that the utility company would use and whatnot okay. yeah so it was a strap and a, a big d that slid across that okay and uh use that for a long time till the tree motion came out and when the tree motion came out, you know, I was, I was, it was probably eight years I'd been on that Buckingham or something, a real long time. And so I was ready to get a new one. And, you know, I'd been hearing about this tree motion that Bettis was helping design. And so as soon as it came out, I ordered one. And uh, when I ordered it, the guy at the Cheryl dealership, and so they didn't have a Cheryl dealership in Eugene then, so we had to get everything from the dealership in Portland. He said it was the first one in Oregon that they sold. Wow. Yeah, so. Nice. And ever since then, I've just been on the tree motion. Just, like, slowly upgraded as you get the thicker back pad. A matter of fact, the first back pad I, I got was when we went to, uh, me and Asa went to uh, Charlotte to the TCI conference there. And they were just, you know, the back pad was the new thing that they were kind of demoing. And I was talking to them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can have this back pad if you at the if you come back at the very end of the show, you know, when we don't need it anymore, I'll just give it to you." And so, sure enough, I just waited around till the very end, and uh, he he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. Here you go." Nice. So he gave us the back pad, and uh, yeah, and now now you've got that one with the double. Yeah, it's the newest tree motion. It's got the double rope bridge, which is cool. Yeah, I haven't like 
used each of the bridges individually or anything, but it's kind of cool to like look down and see two pieces of rope instead of that one like skinny little piece. It makes you feel good. Forever. I've never, I've never done that where, where is part of the you know came that way. But me and Rob used to put double oh, bridges yeah. on ours. Oh, nice. We just tie an extra piece of rope from D to D there, and mm-hmm. so you'd have another bridge. And every blue moon, I'd use it, but I almost never used it and yeah you know it's probably why it's i have more of a safety backup than like a practical climbing yeah although yeah. johnny johnny uses his all the time he's got two swivels oh nice and he yeah he runs them all the time two swivels on two different bridges yep. oh man i gotta check out yeah. johnny's setup he's a he's next level guy organized he, he really <laughs> is and you know i've actually thought about it because i've been playing with the captain hook more and so i've been thinking about it as far as uh when when you get the captain hook, you get your shot and you're pulling yourself over. Sometimes your other ro- or well, oh, yeah. your other ropes behind you. So I've thought about how nice it'd be to have two bridges, one, you know, to go behind you to where you were and the other one to go on the captain hook. So totally. once I get into it, you know, once I get a new harness, I'll probably get one of those and have to start using it again. Nice. Yeah, I like it. And one of the biggest upgrades I did to mine was I bought the monkey beaver suspenders for it. Um, I, I did that because I started putting a bunch of shit on my harness. I used to climb (laughs) with like nothing on there, but then I started just wanting all these pieces just for whatever, just to be prepared for anything. And it started to weigh me down or like a big saw kind of pulls your harness down. But I picked those up, uh, made by new tribe and August Hunnicky, uh, here in Oregon. And a big selling point is that there's like elastic points on it. So it like, really moves really well it's not like life safety you know yeah but it just helps support all the stuff you have on there all the gear and you can move and not feel restricted at all it's huge i yeah. love it I'll, how many carabines do you have on that harness see that's why i need the suspenders <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got i got too much gear on there but that's how i like it yeah yeah, yeah. there's something to be said for it i i go back and forth because the more gear you carry around, the it, the more weight you got. But there's a lot of little pieces that you're not going to ask somebody to send up to you. Mm-hmm. But if you already got it on you, you're going to use it. You know, so it's kind of a, one of those uh, things. Uh, kind of like I'll, I'll carry an extra sender with a pulley on my harness. Uh, because that's what, when, when I'm climbing single rope and I'm about to run out of limb. If you put that carabiner, you know, you run that uh, three to one off of another pulley before you do the limb walk, it makes it so much easier just to pull yourself back out, you know, especially like long fir branches or something. Do you actually do it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've started doing it. Nice. Um, be- it, it's so handy. Yeah. But you're not going to like, you know, when you're about to go limb walk, you're not going to ask, you know, Hey, can you send up the, you know, you're just going to run out there and then muscle your way back, mm-hmm. you know, but if, uh, but yeah, and the other thing is you don't even, I've found, I forgot to put the ascender on there, but I've just taken a strap and a pulley because I'll always have a strap and a pulley just for quick little lower down stuff. And you can do the same thing by putting that strap and pulley just on a branch if you're about to run out. Yeah. And then just, just run it through that, shoot out, and then just pull yourself back with the three to one. It makes it so much easier. You mean like a webbing loop? Yeah, a webbing loop just around a, a branch next yeah. to you or something. You can even tie it. It's a pressic around your rope. Oh yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Get 
getting wild here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> start talking about pressics and pulleys. And, you know. Yeah, the last time I was on the show a couple months ago, we were talking about this, and we called Scott Scott Altenhoff, and he was getting oh. ready to go down to Redwoods, and yeah, we were talking about harnesses, and that's right. Yeah, yeah. You, you you come in for the gear heavy shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice, good move. <laughs> yeah, I guess we kind of covered harnesses already. No, yeah, we can do it again. Yeah. yeah. We we miss plenty of stuff, I'm sure. Do you wear the tree? You wear the sequoia. Uh no, I wear the monkey beaver. Okay. I did have the tree motion for a while. Yeah. Um, and they're they're so similar. Yeah. They're so similar. Okay. Um. Do you I like one more than the other? I don't know. I think the monkey beaver one is a is a little bit more comfortable. Um. They have a a couple better like attachment points that are pretty nice to have. Um. But overall, they're both so nice that I, it'd be hard to say that either one is superior. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the same experience. I've I've climbed for many years on a tree motion and many years on a monkey beaver, and they're comparable harnesses. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think the top three now are like the Sequoia, the monkey beaver, and the the tree motion. Yeah, like those are at the top. I think of like most commonly seen around here, anyway. Yeah. I actually, I wore a uh, um, tree motion out to where one of the buckles failed on me once, the aluminum buckles. Whoa. Yeah, to where it actually broke while I was oh, gliding Oh, yeah, I forgot it. about that happened to you. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the buckle failed on me one time, too. Yeah. But yours just, I remember, it just straight up broke. It just straight up broke. Hey, apart. Rob, can you pull the mic just a little bit closer? Yeah. So awesome. Um, Thank that's you. scary. Yeah, I, I, I like them both. I think that... Um, but you said the sequoia was the other, yeah, the petzl sequoia. Petzl sequoia. I got? haven't tried that one at all. Yeah. Probably because it's a. Isn't it a class three harness? Um, to where you can like use it in for like fall. Oh, like fall arrest. Maybe they stuff. have like that attachment option for it now. But yeah, you can just buy. Yeah, you don't have to buy the full body. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have that option. That might though. be one of the reasons why it got up to the. You know, in the in the top three, yeah. Because I, I don't know, it's, it's so nice harness, but yeah, it's so light and simple. I think yeah. I think that's the thing. It's just not bulky. Yeah, it's like you're wearing nothing. Where are you gonna put all your gear? Yeah, no, <laughs> I got all these carabiners. Where the hell am I gonna put them? <laughs> One thing I've started doing, and I, I just put on a different. I I've been carrying two lanyards with me just every time. Nice. It's like a short lanyard. Yeah. I don't yeah. really like having long lanyards anyway. I think the longest one I have is like. 17 or 18 feet yeah then the other one i have i think is nine yeah and it's just been so nice to have yeah i do it on certain climbs i have like Mm -hmm. my normal is like 22 feet or something like that and then i have like a 10 footer that i'll carry up on certain climbs yeah it's been just it's been like oh yeah i can just tie it again it's way easier yeah (laughs) yeah right here (laughs) (laughs) the key is just if you're not going to use that one, just daisy chain it up, or if you have a bag. But I just usually daisy chain it back to itself and clip it onto myself. Yeah. So I think harnesses, if you have, like, a local dealer and you can, like, go sit in them, I think that'd be huge when, like, figuring out what, what you want. Definitely. Yeah. The tree motion is super customizable. I don't know how much with the other ones. I've really only climbed on that old edge and then the, the tree motion. But yeah, uh, the, you the can really adjust it to to fit you well, with all those like um, elastic straps in the backs that connect the legs to the harness and stuff. 
I'd say with the monkey beaver, just go ahead and buy the leg straps or the leg pads right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just it doesn't come with it, but it has Velcro just to attach straight to it. If I was going to buy when I did buy mine, I just bought the padding right away. And anybody that we're, we've got on the crew, we just buy the leg pads for. Nice. The other thing, um, I unless you're a pretty big person, I probably wouldn't get a large. Oh, yeah. I would get a medium. Um, and if you're, you know, pretty, if you have a small waist, go with a small. Cause Ours are medium. Yeah, we both have mediums. Yeah, um, and I, I still have, like, 14 inches of tail. Yeah, and I, I, I wear I size, like, that. 34 pants. Okay. And a medium is, yeah, I've been thinking about shortening how long the loop is because you huh. have to be, you know, 40. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When yeah, they say mean, large, they, they mean large. They mean large, <laughs> yeah. So. Southern Oregon large. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they they make really cool stuff. New Tribe just makes awesome stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did Mon- I think Monkey Beaver broke away from New Tribe. Oh. Oh, did they? I, I thought they did. I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, but for some reason I thought. Because now New Tribe has the Tengu, right? Oh, so they... They they've got their own uh, climbing. So is Monkey Beaver like sewing their own stuff? I think so. Interesting. Well, the suspenders are made by New Tribe. Oh, are they? Yeah. We should well, and you know what? Call them up. Don't, yeah, don't take my word for it. Look into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. For some reason, I thought that was the case. I ain't trying to start rumors though. Yeah, there's a disclaimer at the beginning of each show. Exactly. Yeah, we don't it. know what we're talking about. <laughs> Why are you even listening? I haven't kept up on Hanukkah. I used to watch all their videos all the time, but I haven't really kept up. I did see they bought like a brake test machine, so you might be right. Maybe they're. Oh, we're yeah. we're thinking really about stuck. building one of those too. Nice. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got an old scissor lift from the old Ford. Yeah. yeah, the the Ford one ton, and uh, we we de- you know demolished the truck or parted it out, and so we have this scissor lift just sitting around. I'm like, man, we got the pump, and we got the ram. Yeah, we got everything we need except for a couple anchors and the tester. Just break some shit and yeah. st- start breaking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we should totally make one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. We've got the room. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, just to see like. You know, let a let a rope sit in a bucket for like a couple months, and then see how strong it is. Yeah, or put it out in the sun for a couple months. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like some uh, YouTube videos coming up. Yeah, Definitely. big time teaser. Stay tuned. Yeah, some chainsaw lanyard. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. It's microphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so where do we want to go next? Do we want to uh, think gloves? Maybe. Yeah. We already talked about the uh, the gauntlets and you know some of the, the and your uh, your leather armor. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I wear these Atlas. They're super hot in the summer, but I just like them because I'm ready to like I can run rigging ropes or you know do a big rip and descent, and it doesn't hurt my hands. I've always worn gloves. I know a lot of people who don't. Yeah, and that. I don't know. They're just calloused or what? You don't really wear gloves, right? Uh, on and off. Yeah. You know, uh, in the summertime, I usually don't. In the wintertime, I'll put gloves on just because when it's cold out, it you know, if your fingers start getting numb or, you know, are affected by the cold, then, you know. Yeah. Can you run rigging without? Uh, not big stuff. Yeah. If it's big stuff, I'll grab a pair of gloves. But, you know, if it's... Uh, 
And if if I got a real dialed in lowering device, you know, if I've been working on it all day, then I'm not too worried because if if you really kind of get a feel for how much uh, friction you can kind of transfer the friction to the lowering device, and you just you know maybe do a little more wrap than you'd used to, and uh, you know then it's not an issue. But it's it for me, it's not necessarily a pride thing. You know, it's not like oh, I don't need gloves. It like if if I'm lowering something down, I need gloves because I've burnt the shit out of my hands before, and that sucks. I was gonna say anybody that says yeah. they're not at a disadvantage not wearing gloves is wrong. Yeah, yeah. because you can stop a rope better with rubber gloves on. Just yeah. Cal- yeah, calluses don't act like rubber, no matter how thick the callus is. Exactly, <laughs> you can rip calluses off your hands. Oh, also, man. like it, it can get pretty brutal. I know people that have burnt the hell out of their hands. It's not a pretty trying, sight. Exactly, and so. Uh, if you, if you need gloves, use them a lot of times working. I like to have that extra feel, you know, and even chipping I've had like my glove get caught on stuff and it pulled pretty hard where I had to hit the safety bar, you know, where you like have to, or you have to like really, you know, work it free, you know? So I don't know. I, I like to have that extra feel Yeah. when I'm moving around the tree and whatnot. But if, if I'm going to be, uh, if I need them, I'll use them for sure. Nice. I think I'm exactly the same as you. I, I generally don't use them unless I really kind of need to for comfort or for utility. Yeah. But um, generally speaking, I don't wear gloves. Yeah. You? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a glove guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried not being a glove, a tough guy, glove guy, but I just would constantly be getting, like, little nicks and, you know. Oh, yeah. No, there's always something bleeding oh, on always. my hand. Like, I got this the other day. You know, I got a little ding here, ding here, you know, all, but I, I would prefer to have that extra dexterity and feeling. And exactly. Like when I put those atlases on, if I'm climbing, if I, if I start doing it on a regular basis, I get used to it. But like right now, if I put them on and start climbing, I just feel like I'm wearing like big snowboarding gloves or something yeah. climbing. I take them off and put them on all the time. And there was yeah, a while where I actually tried cutting all the fingers out and having yeah. like sick fingerless gloves. And yeah. I worked pretty well. I think I stopped because I did like a sugar pine removal and the bark on that just tore the shit out of my fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can just put them right into your D ring. Yeah. And yeah. You just pull them right into your D ring and they're just chilling there ready yep. for you if you need them. And yeah. I've done that. Like when we, yeah. uh, when we did one of our, uh, videos for the uh fusion i remember you guys were laughing because i like ascended up on the fusion without gloves and then i got up to where i was and like got all settled in and then like you know yeah we were like running we were like kind of trying to run through this course as fast as we could and i like stop up there and i like put my gloves on before the big swings (laughs) and you know because we were like jumping and swinging and letting it run while we were oh nice going down so it's like yeah i'm not gonna do that without gloves (laughs) Yeah, I in the summertime just these like thinner gloves. Yeah, they're not all. I like those. They're not all created equal. Some of them are totally junk. Yeah, yeah. Um, these have held up pretty well, but I cut the wrists off them. Oh, interesting. Because it, you know, your wrist has oh, a lot yeah. of has a lot of blood flow. Oh so yeah. If Smart. you cut the wrists off, even I've done it on those Atlas gloves in the summer. Mm. It it cools you off a lot better. Wow. No, pro tip. Do you get like sawdust and shit up Not in there? Really. I mean, they're still elastic way up, even up into the lower palm. So it's just like if you cut it right below the rubber, yeah, yeah. it just, oh yeah, it yeah. just gives you that. It it is noticeable how much your body holds in the heat just right on your wrist. 
Nice. So. Sweet. Yeah. I'll try fingerless again. Give that a shot. Yeah, or just yeah. like one, the, the finger, oh, just one? so you can text yeah. it there. <laughs> <laughs> the thumbs. Yeah. Feel around. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. But no, I, I've got a, I've got a pair of uh, leather gloves that I, one of them I wrote uh, Petzl on and the other one I wrote Black Diamond on. So, <laughs> so they look like they're really sweet. Yeah. yeah. They're just like $5 leather gloves. Yeah. Nice. Do you, do you I, use those very often? I only use them if we're rigging really big stuff. Yeah. It's like very rarely or the occasional like Blackberry or See, that, Hawthorns. That's it's, when it's they're nice. nice. It's nice it, to have a... A whole bunch of I have like a bag of gloves that I just carry around with me. Yeah, yeah. I the only time I like the leather gloves is if it's like you say Hawthorne or something sharp. Other than that, rigging, I'd rather have the big thick blue Atlas or even like the gray Atlas, like the wintertime ones yeah, that are super ones. thick. Those you know for big rigging, but in especially these days, there's so many different friction devices where you can put enough friction on there so you shouldn't be like burning your hand up that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sometimes if, if you're going nuts with really big stuff, yeah, you know, that it's going to be what it's going to be, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Case by case, but case by case, generally speaking, if you're going to be rigging anything, it's a good idea to have some kind of have glove a, on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm not saying no glove, but oh, yeah. I mean, I'm saying like those leather gloves, I don't feel like I get more friction oh, yeah. protection from those. They just fly through. I mean, it'll just let your hands fly through. Yeah. You can't even really slow it down. If it oh. starts slipping. Yeah. And, mm. and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think with the technology we have, you can take that friction on the, on wraps on a porter wrap or Definitely. something, yeah. you know. The yeah. days of getting pulled 40 feet up into the tree are over. <laughs> well, not for everybody, but yeah, if, if you're everybody. smart enough to use the right equipment. <laughs> Still see a video here and there. Yeah. Oh, man. Hold this rope. There was, there was one video of a guy shooting up in the air from some rigging and then someone had put like an animated like superhero cape on him <laughs> and oh, nice. animated the tree to look nice. like he was fighting the tree. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So funny. Oh, nice. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's see if I could find that one again. Nice. Yeah, so gloves, it's all preference. It's not a requirement. You don't have to wear gloves. Yeah. I think it's smart when you're rigging. Yeah, for sure. And don't oh. make fun of people that wear gloves. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 No, it's that not. Hurts. It's it's not a badass thing. No. It, no and if if yeah. you're looking at it as a badass thing, you're in my mind. You're looking. You're not approaching the situation from a safety and production point of view. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're fingerless, then you can make fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are circumstances. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, if like they're everything. fingerless or if they're just wearing, like, one shiny glove or something <laughs> like that, then, you know, then there's a joke to be made. That'd be cool. One glove. Yeah. For r- 10 years. <laughs> this is my rigging hand. Yeah. This is my climbing <laughs> hand. <laughs> That'd be a good nickname. Yeah. One, one glove. One glove. Yeah, like one glove. <laughs> one glove. <laughs> well, you know what? Start just wearing one glove and I'll bet you'll get it. <laughs> What's next? Safety glasses? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. We've kind of talked about the torso, the hands, the time to get to the head. 
guess work your way up the head. Anybody wear uh, a mouth guard ever? <laughs> no. Doing tree work? Yeah, no, I can't think of no. a buff when I'm blowing. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Dusty, yeah dusty well, and days. sun protection. That's like that's been a side effect of COVID and having a buff when I'm working. Uh-huh. Is uh, it kind of keeps the sun off the back of your neck? Yeah. Yeah, I was using the air spade today, so I had a. Oh yeah. It was very dusty. Mm. Yeah. The ground was very hard, and <laughs> there was a lot. It it was. I filled the whole neighborhood with dust. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that could be a problem. Actually, that's kind of a. I mean, it's a bit off track, but that. I don't know how many people air spade out there, but it's a device that you use to uh, um, aerate the soil or to uh, amend the soil with nutrients or to do like a root crown excavation to inspect the uh, crown of or the base of a tree for rot or the condition of the roots. And basically it blasts dirt like crazy. It's like a like an air compressor, a super air compressor on the end of a big long wand. And you can excavate soil out, and it doesn't hurt the roots as much. So, um, boy, we've had yeah, we've had a couple problems where uh, you know it creates too much dust, and all the neighbors' cars and houses get covered in dust. So, doing it at the right time of year, well, and watering the ground down before—that's what we always used to do—is we have yeah, put a did. sprinkler on, you know, and make sure that the sprinkler. And if it starts drying out, put the sprinkler back on. Yeah. You know, because... Oh, just while you're doing it. Well, having a sprinkler there, and yeah, if you start noticing it's getting really dusty, then you could just go and, you know, take a little break, turn the sprinkler on. for a half an hour. Even if it's already wet, it won't even take a half an hour to keep the dust down, you know. It's a good point. Yeah, Pro, I, was, pro I, tip. Was just, I was just blasting it all towards... There was, like, a huge empty parking lot towards, like, the fairgrounds, so... Oh, Nice. I was I was a little bit conscious of where I was blasting. Oh, were you doing the oak tree? Um, it was the elm. Oh, an elm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. So wearing a mask. I'm. I was just coughing, still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, face mask. Yeah. Yeah. N95. Yeah. Well, I'm just chipping. You know, chipping like a like a uh, bay tree. More. Yeah. Bay trees or sycamores. Face mask is helpful. Well, I mean, if we're starting to talk about protecting the head, I think you almost got to start off with the protos. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, those nice, helmets are like nice. the all-in-one ear protection, oh, yeah. face shield. You can get the eye protection, the helmet, the Senna system, all-in-one. Yeah, yeah, somebody came up with a really great idea and design. Yeah. That revolutionized the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Dan Holiday was talking about these helmets, and I think he said like they took like a climbing helmet and just like threw that out the window and yeah. like, came up with their own thing. Yeah, and then watch Star Trek or yeah. like, Star Wars, <laughs> Power Space, Rangers, Spaceballs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I got it. I know what yeah. we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was skeptical at first, but now it's just. They're so nice. Yeah. yeah. I wear yeah. mine on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riding about, bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Ears down. I, I mean, I, I redid my floor in my house this weekend or last weekend. and Jamming out. Yeah, just jamming out. Sweet. Yeah. You know? I've, nice. I've done that mowing my oh, yeah. lawn or oh, working yeah. around the house. Blowing off the roof. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Should take yeah. it snowboarding next year. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea, dude. <laughs> I thought about that it. Would, we should do that, go <laughs> snowboarding. When yeah, <laughs> I thought about using it for my bike helmet. It's probably way safer than, like, all the bike helmets out there. 
I yeah, mean, the, more the, wraparound like, protection. No. I do know that with, like, uh, skateboarding helmets and stuff, they'll come down further because uh, when you're when you're falling, that's a different kind of impact than a tree helmet. Well, what I'm tree helmets is, is these come down far, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not just where it comes down, though. It's how it's designed to take an impact. Yeah, there is that, like, like my new bicycle helmet. Actually, it's years old, but the but there's like a a weird thing that slides inside the helmet that keeps you from getting a concussion. Interesting. It, like, like people with these kinds of helmets have like eighty percent less concussions with the same amount of trauma. Yeah, it's like I have the same helmet, and it's like the shell moves, kind of yeah. keeping your skull in place. The yep. shell will kind of shift around it. Yep. Yeah. So the Protos uh, 2.0. Yeah. 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 I think at one point. Made for biking too. Yeah. So the helmet you had, Rob, I think another version they had. Have you ever seen the Protos that had like all those little green, like, oh, yeah, like yeah, someone yeah. cut a bunch like of straws? Honeycomb. honeycomb yeah. 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 That same bike helmet, they did that too prior. Oh, really? But that's supposed to be like an impact thing. But yeah, they, they would like crush on the impact, you know, kind of so like slow it down. Designed for it. Yeah. I don't know why they threw it out. I mean, probably heat. maybe they have a better design. Yeah, probably airflow and heat and stuff or something. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the functions are a little different. They're designed to take impacts in different ways. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd heard a thing about that for it was actually talking about people commuting to work wearing uh, their tree helmets, huh. and they're saying it's better than not wearing a helmet. You know, it's not a bad thing to do, but just know that one is designed for impacts that are coming from above and hitting you. If something, a branch drops on you or something, and the other one's designed for if you fall and your head makes contact with the ground. Yeah. Mm. So, like, the engineering in it and how it's designed to take an impact is a little different. Well, you could still fall tree climbing. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I'm sure it's not it's not designed not to be able to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it, it's, v- like... More like emphasis in different areas. Exactly, yeah. is the idea. And... That was a few years ago that I heard that, and so maybe the Protoss are designed completely. Maybe they, you know what, they took everything into account. Who am I to say they didn't take <laughs> riding a bike into account? Yeah, so what's what's the story with this fresh new white helmet here? So I have, I've had the same one for years and years, and it's just getting kind of kind of gnarly, and I think I got some tree climbing competitions coming up, and the last one they were telling me it was, uh, you know, close to being expired or yeah. expired. They said, Next one, you got to get a new one. So, gotcha. oh wow, nice. good excuse to get good a good fresh helmet. Man, I got to check out. I wonder if my heart, how my harness is doing. Like it's, yeah, I'm sure it's fine, but it's probably it could be. Yep, yeah, peel back the. Yeah, I'm gonna have to open back. it up. Oh, and look you definitely into it. need a new harness. The question <laughs> is, are you gonna get a monkey beaver? That is the question. <laughs> that is the question. Well, at this point, the competition's in like two weeks, so. It, the question yeah. is, what does RDO have? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have monkey beaver. They no, don't? We, no. They have in the past. Oh, that that's interesting that they do. Haven't well, they? They didn't, they didn't recently. Okay. I mean, that's where I got mine. Hmm. Uh, they're probably just out of stock. Like, yeah, well, I think. Other or or I think if like they're not through New Tribe anymore, they might. Well, like, like you were saying, I think monkey beaver is kind of like consolidated itself into its own. Yeah, supply sh- store. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so, so. I think Cheryl Tree and Tree Stuff and we're, we're stocking their products, but I think they're kind of separated now because you can't find their stuff on their website. Oh no way! Yeah. yeah, 
So something is going down. <laughs> oh, I yeah, think something went down. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. went down. Making and selling their own products. Yeah, they said <clears throat> they don't want they don't want too many big fish in the pond. <laughs> yeah, who knows. <laughs> yeah, I like the Protos a lot cuz it again, it's like customizable to like really fit your head well. Mm-hmm. I was I have a tiny head. And I would wear the cask, and it would just, like, on the smallest setting possible, still kind of flop yeah. around. I had to wear, like, a buff underneath. Yeah. And the one really cool thing about the Protos is you can adjust how tight the earmuffs are. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that that's – and you can adjust – Everything. The, I mean, everything, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is next yeah. level. I was skeptical till I put one on. Oh, yeah. Put down those earmuffs. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And if you, if you use a Senna – I think this just carries it better than like a cask. I've worn a cask and your neck would almost hurt because you have the Senna on the back. I still don't like the way that any helmets carry a Senna. Yeah. Yeah, it could be better. Yeah, yeah just put it in my brain already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like my neck muscles have definitely gotten stronger from wearing the Protos for a couple <laughs> years now. You know, so that's something that's interesting. At the... Uh, at the city, we have to have we can't use the Protoss because you need uh, it to be electric certified. So there can't be any holes. It's got to be fully solid, one solid piece. Oh. Um. So the earmuffs, I can put kind of one in front and one in back, and it balances it on the head better. Oh, nice. Protoss. I haven't really noticed an issue when with wearing mine out uh, on the weekends. But have you guys noticed any? You, you like can, does it I mean, is it heavier heavy helmet back? yeah i mean if you go from the extreme with the petzl like the ret climbing petzl helmets we use to the protos that that's probably like four times as heavier but with the ret climbing helmets you don't have the earmuffs or the oh, visor yeah. no, or all that. that other stuff so i'm so. just taking yeah. it to the extremes the pr- protos yeah. is like the heaviest one and the yeah and that's like the lightest one my old cask, I had the face shield and the earmuffs and a Senna on it. And, like, night and day, this was so much more comfortable. Really? Just, like, way more balanced. Yeah, fit my head way better. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that the earmuffs probably trimmed down some weight on these. Yeah. Compared to the ones that went on the cask. Yep. And then the visor is, like, twice as big, but probably comparable in weight because it's screen instead of uh, plexiglass. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can get you can get plexiglass. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of the helmet is just bigger, so it's going to weigh more. Yeah, yeah. That screen is really, really nice. So oh, yeah. yeah, the one thing I've heard about them that isn't as nice, and I I don't have experience, so I can't speak to it. But I've heard that the glasses that mount inside of it, like fold up into it and whatnot, don't necessarily kind of ride crooked and don't fit real good. I don't know. Have any I've of you never, guys had the those. glasses they on? Look no. I've never used yeah. them. Yeah, they always I looked a little funny, them. so I never ordered it. But well, I mean, most people's eyes aren't level too, so how are you gonna yeah. have glasses yeah. that swing down? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they are level, just yeah. the people I've seen wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the earmuffs do push kind of hard on your head, so you kind of have to have particular type of safety glasses to not get that sort of like temple. Oh yeah, riding. Know, gotta complain about something. Yeah, because uh I think like as far as Osher Anzi's concerned, you have to wear safety glasses when chipping the actual visors, not the actual visor doesn't count. No. Yeah. That's that's not actually considered. No, but I think the cask ones, 
like the newest versions are. Yeah, they are. The Z87 rated. So yeah, nice. yeah, I think they were back, you know, y- years ago when we were using them too, I think. It's pretty recent. Oh, is it? Yeah. Couple maybe I would say maybe, I know that maybe 4 years or so. Were, yeah. You know. Yeah, cuz I remember that was always a deal that it wasn't wasn't the same. Huh. I'll tell you it, it helped a lot today when I was using that air spade. Yeah. Blasting mm. dirt just straight. Oh, back. yeah, I'll bet. Chunks. Yeah. I yeah. feel vulnerable without the face shield, especially chipping. Remember oh, yeah. I, when I got the job with the city, I bring in my Protoss in on my first day. <laughs> like, uh, you can't wear that. <laughs> here's, yeah, here's your, that was a Petzl Vertex is what they wear. And uh, go out in the field, start chipping immediately. I'm like, you got to order me a face shield for this thing. This this feels wild. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It it is true. As soon as I got the Protoss, it, like it's weird when I don't have a face shield, especially if it's like in a real thick oh, yeah. environment or whatnot. There's, it's so nice to so have. So nice. And I thought it was going to drive me crazy. Yeah. I was like, this thing's going to be on the top of my head, getting in the way, catching on stuff. Not at all. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's like the chat pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now if I don't have chat pants on, I feel all vulnerable in the tree. You know? <laughs> I like putting the earmuffs down when just climbing in general. I don't know. It's just nice to have that more, much more protection. Yeah. Oh yeah, feel like a twig's gonna get in your ear. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my ear before. Slapped in the ear for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the, I I had a uh, I was classic taking a video while we were removing this dead birch, and uh, the birch exploded while I'm taking a video, and the piece just flew straight at me, and it like smashed right on my visor. Oh whoa. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was ducking, so the video didn't actually Catch turn it. out very good. But yeah, nonetheless, the visor saved me again. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, I was wearing the helmet because it just it like hit me right, right on the top of the head, best spot. <laughs> yeah, that, those are by far the best tree helmets. Game changer when those came out. Oh yeah. Um, safety glasses. What safety glasses do you guys like? I don't know, find ones that fit your face. Like, I always get sent the tree stuff ones, but they they fog up on me. Yeah, I love them. It's just the shape of my face or whatever. It's like immediately put them on. It's just like, whoop. Yeah. The way I breathe, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I I love those ones. I'll give them to Andrew. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely put them to use. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've been wearing these, uh, the Smith ones that are, you know, they're, they're polarized and they're nice lenses. But they are expensive, so yeah. Um, I still have the same pair. I've had them for like a year. Nice. And nice. They do really good warranties. So, luckily, I got a pro deal, but they're still like eighty bucks. Yeah. But it's just once I don't know, kind of spoiled with polarized sunglasses that I started on a mission to try to find polarized safety glasses, which are pretty hard to find. Um. But oh, I remember when we. Yeah, I do remember that day. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, anything really like the I'm I like the sort of like mocha colored ones. Yeah. That color is kind of nice around here cuz it's you know that works in the kind of grayer days and it works when it's bright out, but totally. I always like to wear like three or four safety shades on my hat, you know, just oh, people switch think, them out. Yeah, people think you're real serious when you show <laughs> up to a job and you got like the mocha colored ones, <laughs> the mirrored ones, yeah. like yeah. the blue ones. What Clear kind of days? Yeah, it try be? it out. Yeah. People will be like, "Oh, this guy must be serious." Oh, we used to love the sunny days, the yellow ones. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, on gray days. Oh, when it's gray and rainy, oh, we yeah. all sunny yeah. day. Put the sunny day on. <laughs> put the yellow sunglasses on, everything's yellow. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the blue so, ones depress you. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of do. Yeah, the blue ones are kind of weird. Prozac glasses. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I've had so many. I'm so glad I wear safety glasses all the time. It's just a habit I've gotten into that. It's just so nice to have. I mean, I could tell you so many stories of where they've helped me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Every day. Oh, I told this story on the podcast about the rope that broke and hit me in the face. And it would have blown up my eyes if I didn't, you know, at least one of my eyes would be fucked. If I didn't have saved. Yeah. 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 And one eye would be blind and the other one would have been damaged for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I had a, I had the hydraulic hose on the skid steer break on me one time and then I used the switch, and it just sprayed hydraulic oil straight into my face. Ugh. And I was wearing safety glasses. And that's such toxic stuff. And I stuff. would have probably been blind, too. Yeah. I mean, it, my skin felt so weird for, like, three days afterwards. But Oof. luckily, I was wearing safety glasses, and it totally saved me. Jeez. Wow. I had my visor down, too. Nice. I had my Protoss visor down, so yeah. I kind of, like, mystified it, too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's uh, a good thing to point out, though, that the visor is not safety glasses. Yeah, we could we can just keep repeating that because it's, it's yeah. true. You get this false sense of security that that it'll stop everything, but yeah, it's not rated to handle some serious stuff. Yeah. And that goes for, that's a good point. you know, wearing regular... I tell this to the crew constantly. You can't wear regular sunglasses because in the event that that would stop something it would just explode in your eye yeah so you yeah. have you'd make be, the matter worse yeah it'd be worse off than if you had if you just wear nothing potentially yeah yeah i think approved safety glasses have it says like mz87 like somewhere on the inside of them yeah okay and you know they're legit yeah. yeah yeah the like some yeah and then depending on if it's like there's like some other added symbols next to it I think. yeah okay but it has to say that z or m87 or something yeah i wonder if one let's see the yeah i most recently um we were we were using we were doing a removal and um i was running the ropes and the rope the the piece of wood came down we were lowering a big chunk down, and the rigging line had a steel carabiner on it. Uh-huh. And um, the other ground guy unclipped the steel carabiner, and he pulled the rope out, and it whipped around the log. And I saw it coming, so I kind of, like, tilted my head. The steel carabiner with the rope just came right around and hit me square oh. right in the Ooh. safety glasses. Whoa. And, I mean, had I not been wearing them, I probably would have fractured my eye socket oh yeah i mean i had i still had a pretty i had a pretty big bruise and it did cut my skin a little bit but other than that i was fine but i mean it hit it hard i mean it was like wham just i got so lucky that i was wearing the glasses but again it's just i constantly wear them yeah and just like wearing anything else it's like well i feel weird if i'm not wearing yep yep yeah it's probably a good Good thing to wrap up on, huh? Yeah, I was trying to think if there's any other PPE that I can think of that we didn't cover. I mean, it seemed like we went to head from toe to head pretty good. 
Yeah, and I just I like Gritz's point there where uh, start wearing it and get used to it because when you when you don't have it now you're gonna notice you know you're gonna feel vulnerable mm-hmm. not yeah. having that. Well, and especially if if you take a second and you look around and you're like, oh, nobody's watching me, then you're probably doing something wrong. You know, if you yeah. have that feeling, like, like, oh, I'll just do this real quick, then you're probably look over your shoulder. Yeah, you're like, yeah, no, nobody's nobody sees that I'm doing this. Yeah, it's like, well, then that's probably a red flag. Yeah, I've heard thing with chaps. It's like I've heard someone say, well, you know, if we're in the backyard, it's okay, but if we're on the street, you know, and people can see us, I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not how chainsaws work. Yeah, they're they don't yeah. care where you're at. They they'll cut you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just being that once you make it a habit, it doesn't feel like it's a big deal anymore. And because it feels like a big deal if you're changing your lifestyle to be safe, but if it is your lifestyle, then it doesn't feel weird. Yeah, you know, and I think that's a good building block. Kind of going back to our other safety episode, make a habit of it. You know, with PPE, with any of this stuff, just taking the time to make a habit of doing it right. Because once you've formed that habit, it's not an issue. What What's that? There's a rule for how many times you got to do something before it becomes a habit. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. It's yeah. like, like 30 days in a row or something. If you do something for a certain amount of days in a row, then it just becomes part of your daily routine. And, it be, you know, like you've programmed your brain to want it rather than it be just something that happens well and exactly what you're saying we're human so we think change is really hard but then in like a month you're not going to even remember that that was a big deal that you changed your habit yeah you know so getting into the mindset of just doing it what about um other accessory ppes like whistles or like um um gosh what what other kind of accessory PPEs yeah, think, are there? A whistle. So those the suspenders come with a whistle on the. Yeah, aren't, aren't you supposed to have a whistle? I don't know that it's required. You know, I think it made more sense back before the time of Senna's. Yeah. yeah. Now that we all have Senna's and we're in communication, if you don't have a Senna, then I can understand a whistle. You're in a tree. You got to get help. Mm-hmm. Blow that whistle type of a thing. Yeah. Thank goodness I've never been in a situation where I've actually had to use one. I used to carry one, but, uh, yeah, now if we're in direct communication. I'm going to blow this because I, re- I feel like I remember testing it, and it was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if a chainsaw and chipper's that going, is, yeah. I don't know that you're going to no, hear yeah. that. It's not a Fox yeah. 40. No, yeah. I've, I've actually, no. I had a whistle, too, and I tried whistling just to see if anybody would l- I was in a tree not even that high and I just wailed on that whistle yeah. so loudly just to see if anybody would look nobody looked was yeah. it was oh, it one of those man. fox 40s those orange ones that no, uh, Sperry got back no, in the it day it wasn't one of those those was, are loud it was those are like, loud it was yeah. one like that I I brought you know I had a couple that back in the day and I ended up bringing them home at one point and I had to hide them because the kids were like oh a whistle and they start <laughs> blowing this like fox <laughs> like this deafening whistle did you guys have them hanging from your helmets or? i had mine on my helmet for a while and then after i tried it out i was yeah. like this is worthless yeah yeah and we have sentence yeah yeah um okay so what about like a pocket knife i don't carry one on my saddle or anything yeah i don't either i have one in my climb bag yeah. but i usually have one in in the uh, cargo pocket on my pants but it's not for climbing it's just because i like to have a knife with me 
Uh, but for what are you gonna do when you're climbing? Like cut, cut a rope. Yeah, but you're not split like that was in, in Corey's words. He carries a knife on him. I yeah. can't remember which episode, but it makes me laugh. He was like, you know, if something happens, I need to cut the ropes. I'm gonna cut the fucking ropes. Yeah, <laughs> he carries a knife on his saddle. I, I I do too. I carry one in my um in my bandage yeah. pouch. So nice. just like on the side of the bandage, I just put a little pocket knife in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good thing to bring up. The first aid pouch. Yeah, in the first aid yep, pouch. Yeah. Yep. And I put some band-aids in there, and I put a couple extra things in there other than the, you know, severe cut bandage. Nice. Yeah, I just have, like, the yellow one hangs out on the back of my tree motion, and it just came with, like, a bandage. But I uh, stuffed my tourniquet in there. Oh, nice. Cat tourniquet. Nice. Yeah, the the first aid on the backpack is, you know, is important. Because when you think about a first aid situation, to have a tourniquet and a like Israeli bandage, if you cut yourself real bad, the amount of time it's going to take for somebody to come up and get to you, especially if you're like a hundred feet up, you know, some fir tree or or whatnot, that's going to take a little while for someone to get to you. And we bleed out pretty fast if you hit the wrong spot. And so to be able to shove a bunch of gauze into a wound. And then uh, seal it off with a bandage and or put a tourniquet on. So I think having that training, had having uh, bleed bleeding control training and tourniquet training is very important, especially if you're going to have them. Because there's, there is a technique to it, you know. Yeah. Um, Any other kind of PPEs that are not the common things we use every day? Um, I've, I've started getting those little, um, like electrolyte gummies. Oh yeah. Electrolyte. Oh, nice. Especially this last, you know, brutal summer we've had, you know, I'm just getting that a little bit of salt and sugar. To From the dispensary? Um, just, you know, when you drink like a gallon of water, you need something for that water to hold on to in your body. So that's been kind of my extra PPE. Yeah. The, yeah the, that's awesome. wearing the backpack with water in it. And then those gummies in the afternoon has been really helpful. And just watching out for other people. Cause you know, it's sometimes it's hard just to think Yeah, when it's that hot out. Yeah. Yeah. I climb with a camel pack. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know, man. Any, anybody else have any final thoughts or any other PPE that you can think of? Uh, not so much. Nothing that comes top of mind. Your brain. Use your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your number one PPE is yeah. your brain. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, none of this stuff works if you don't use it right. Right on. Well, uh, I guess then, you know, kind of my takeaway is I really like the idea of forming the habits. You know, using the PPE right, forming the habits, and educating yourself on what's out there, um, and that that should help keep you a lot more safe in an industry where every little bit of safety counts. So, uh, with that, I'd say stay safe and PPE. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> nice. Cool.